Yo, Juventini, welcome back to the All Juve Cast channel, where it's All Juve all the time. We are fresh off the 3-1 victory against mm -hmm. the a relatively uh, comfortable one. And uh, yeah, here to cover it, we got Lucci, we got Anthony. And uh, yeah, before we even get to that, you know who set the tone for yesterday? The ladies. The ladies getting it done. First leg, Coppa Italia, semifinal. Boom! And what an absolute thrashing! Love. There was a, there was a couple goals in there. Absolute beauties. There was oh, one. Yeah. There was one from like almost the byline. She cut it back before two defenders could cut it off. Tough to do. Yeah, it was funny. Beautiful the fishes. last, uh, I think, uh, I could be wrong, but the last ten minutes or something saw three goals total or something between the two teams. Like it was crazy at the at the end there, just because we had a comfortable win. And then mm -hmm. it was like 4-0, whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, we can kind of check out of this game. And then all of a sudden, 5-0, 6-0. Uh, I think it was 7-0 and one goal got called back or something. And then 6-1 uh, final. I don't. I could be mistaken on that, but there's a ton of goal interchanges right at the end. But mm -hmm. fantastic job for the women. Okay, massive props to them. They set the tone for the men to go out and get the job done against Sampdoria. And we did. And now we're going to tackle that. And of course everything uh in the aftermath but let's get some of the housekeeping out of the way guys uh if you want to support the channel whatnot okay um there's a couple ways to do it in the super chat uh donations if you feel inclined to otherwise mm -hmm. stripecartsapparel.com okay check out the newest latest designs from them and that helps support the pond channel and if you're checking it out on an audio outlet get over to youtube subscribe to the channel that's where all the magic happens live chats are amazing and we've got a ton of video content including keeping you up to date on the news now let's get to the highlights okay kick this thing off uh with the starting lineups for Juventus, uh, not really any surprise on the match day live. We were uh, kind of seeing if he would or wouldn't start Vlaovic. We kind of thought he probably would play him. Um, I had no issue with him not. That was really the only change from the projected lineup that we were seeing uh, the day before. Chesney in goal, Danilo, Delict, Rugani, Pellegrini, with Loca, Artur, Rabio, and Cuadrado Morata, Keen. Again, 3-5-2, uh, going to be a 4-4-2 in uh, defensive shell there, but uh, no issues with the starting lineup and fine whether you were going to play Vlaovic or without. I was fine either way. Lucci, Anthony, do you guys have uh, any thoughts on uh, Vlaovic uh, resting or whatnot? I mean, he's had some hard, hard shifts. What were your guys' thoughts? I had no Lucci. problem with it. Yeah, no, I was, I was fine with him finally taking a break. He needs it. Champions League coming up, so I think it was the right move. Yeah, excuse can be made either way. You know, he had a week off. He's young. He should be able to go. You know, I, I was totally expecting him to come, not start. When they say he wasn't start, I knew he wasn't going to start. But I was totally expecting him to, you know, maybe work some rust off coming in 60, 65. I think that's when he actually ended up yeah. coming in. So I'm brilliant, obviously. And let's remember, Fiorentina absolutely stink. I didn't think they were that bad, but they they're not a good football club. Especially when they have a bunch of players that are my age. That's a problem. <laughs> Sampdoria, yeah. Yeah. Now, on that note, on Ants, uh, they stink. Just out of curiosity, on the stink meter, where do they rank out of 10? Well, I, I prefer to call it the abacus of stink. <laughs> I, thought they were gonna, I thought they were like a six, but they're, they're a lot higher. They're, 
I didn't realize they were that low on the table. Like they're fighting regulate yeah. uh, relegation, so they might be a seven point six, buddy, on the abacus of stink. Seven point six. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There they're down go. there. There you go. Now let's get to uh, the match highlights here. Mm-hmm. Kick it off. Uh, the first uh, real run for Juve ends up in uh, a goal, and uh, it's uh, pretty funny too because uh, you come out of it with uh, zero attempts and the one nil lead. But this is uh, something that set the tone for how we were going to get after this one. And uh, you can see Keane ended up being the target guy. And look at Morata in uh, quick support there. Go ahead, Anth. First one on this is this is another long ball. This is something that they've been doing the past couple games. We're like, what the hell are they doing? This was from Rugani almost on the end line. Yeah. Just launching it up. And I think this is what they've been hoping the team would set up as. Instead of instead of Vlaovic, you have Keane there. Perfectly set up. Just a chest ball down. You said during the, the, the live cast yesterday, he was trampolining everything off his chest, which was hilarious. At the way. start, he was At like a st- trampoline trying to settle <laughs> right. something. It was hilarious. Crazy, but comment. he did dial it in. But this was a perfect like perfect setup. Long ball, which you know we don't, we don't really like the long ball. But boom, chest down the Morata and away we go. Yeah, it seems like that's kind of what's going on. Obviously, is when we're in trouble at the back, they'll bump it, they'll pump it up, they'll try to get it in the vicinity of our target mm-hmm. guys, and even if it goes to the other team, whenever and they get it at the back, it gives us chance to get shape and whatnot. But <laughs> this one, uh, Keen settles. He actually does a great job of settling it. Morata's right there with him. He ends up picking it up and just carrying him. We're off to the races, and you could see that odd man rush here. Quadrado ends up doing a great job uh, covering a lot of space, getting up there. He gets himself into position, cross over. You see Keen making his run. He gets stepped on this player. Uh, Yoshida is the one that's kind of only one left in play, and Yoshida is the one that actually puts this Quadrado cross in. So back-to-back own goal games uh, for uh, Quadrado there. When you're that good, Lucci, you're shaking your head. When you're that good, you don't even have to shoot, man. Just need some luck. Put What's the puck that? on the net. You just need some. Yeah, that's right. Put the ball towards the net. Never know what can happen. You Hold got on. her. You got on her. that one and, there. Uh, that's going to uh, come up uh, a little bit later in this match too, and that's uh, making something happen and not just uh, stinting your own uh, opportunities. And was Keen going to get to that ball? Yeah, I think he would have gotten so. to it. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. If I think, I think doesn't get it. He gets to it. Yeah, I think he would. He had. He'd have to slide. Actually, that's a that's a good shot right there. Oh. He would have had to have slid to get mm-hmm. that ball, but yeah, I, I still, I, I still I think, think he would have got it. Yeah, Keen actually looked really. That was by far the best shift he's put in this season. Absolutely, uh, Keen. Yeah, hard to argue with that one. Yeah. Now let's get to uh, Sampdoria starts to come back after the goal. They get a little opportunity here. Um, Sensi gets himself in a good spot, left footed shot. He's got far post, uh, kind of up, but he decides to go short side, and Tech gets down quickly, makes a nice stop there. Then you have a beautiful ball from Locatelli that goes over the top. He sees Keane's run here. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was great vision from uh, Locatelli. Keane does well, again, to settle it. Like I said, at the start, it was Rocky trying to watch him settle things, but he got back into this one in a big way. Does good here against two defenders. And uh, clumsy from Collie there. Mm-hmm. Um, starts riding him like a rented mule here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, gets the foul. Here we go. Up steps Morata, 2-0 Juve. Uh, Morata, money from the spot there. I like it. I like it. Things are going good. Things are that going was a hell good. of a PK, got- man. He, that, that was a well put. Good. 
I don't want to foreshadow the other PK, but that's a good PK. The other one stunk. But yeah. Go ahead. And we're at it right now. Handball on Rabio uh, Candreva trying to get across there. You could see how adamant Candreva was about getting this call. Um, <laughs> just stops completely, even though the ball's right there. Um, so he's just wanting that call. Gets it after the do. Uh, yeah, little talking from upstairs. Points to the spot. Tech, good save. Awful placement from Kandreva, but still a big, big save. Regardless, anytime it's on goal, he's still got to make save. And it's, man, he, he gets her. Like, he smacks well, it away. It's Kandreva, you suck, man. Uh-oh. Hang on, hang Uh-oh. on. Let, look at the difference of the PKs. Like I'll go Morata's, back. I'll go back for you. Morata's was a full almost two yards to the left. It's that's like, a good, that, yeah. No goalie stopping that. This well. is this screenshot, by the way, is also just after it hits like up here and starting to drop down. So he puts not it like that. snug to the post. And if you mm-hmm. look at Candreva's, I mean, he's not near the post whatsoever. The post is and over here. His, now, Tech is a big boy, but his arm didn't move. His hand didn't move one millimeter at, when the ball hit it. It stuck straight. It's Candreva, man. He stinks. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's move on. Vlaovic, we talked oh, about it, ends up coming one. in. I thought this was bizarre. Yeah. Um, not that he was coming in, but I would expect that Moise Keane is not going to start against Villarreal. So mm-hmm. would you want Morata continuing and Vlaovic then come on? That was the only thing I found weird about it. Again, I didn't have a mm-hmm. big issue with it or anything, but I found it kind of strange. Yeah. Lucci, did you feel the same way? I thought that too, especially because you know Morata's going to play midweek, so you would want to give him some rest. He's played a lot too recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is something on that. Uh, when I was re-watching the game, yeah, Alex, we re-watched the game. We watch him twice, buddy. So <laughs> the the sideline commentator, I had to watch it a couple times. Apparently, Allegri was asking Morata, are you are you tired? And he was he's like, no, I'm good to go. So he's like, okay, ah, I need okay. you to work more then. So yeah. good. So I I think there was a, a there was some sort of dialogue there between Allegri and Morata if he was coming off. So I, I think it was it was up in there if it was going to be Keenum. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you can attest to this too, Ed, Lucci. Somebody's asking you, are you tired? Are you going to even actually say that? Because I usually, I like, I never want to leave games. Yeah. I've never, I've always been that way my entire life. True. It's so true. No. At the end of the day, I mean, that's why you're. You're the mister, right? But regardless, he makes that call. I don't have a huge issue with it. I just found it kind of strange. But mm-hmm. we move on. Vlaovic here, uh, shortly after entering, um, gets to uh, this one. Muscles off Kali there. And he's going up right here. I'm thinking just, you know, have a rip. Have a rip. You've got Aguelo coming in here slowly. But you could see what he tries to do on the next slide because he tries to feint that shot and cut in almost like he thought Aguelo would sell out. On some mm-hmm. type of slide or something, but he's got he's so far away still, and he ends up uh causing himself issues, Vlaovic, and he's got nowhere to go in the end, and he ends up having a shot from like out here that's easily stopped. So thought maybe just rip it. Uh, was that a rip shot it when you had that pass? chance? What's that, it, Lucci? Was that a shot or a cutback? Because it looked like he was trying to cut back. Yeah, to the he guy might have tried to cut it back, Italian. but again at that angle, it's like yeah, yeah. kind of took uh took his good spot away, and it wasn't the be all end all. I mean, I think if he had played more in this match by that time that that opportunity happens, he would have been more, yeah. more in. That's what I was going to say. 
more dialed, right? Um, but yeah. First touch of the game. First touch of the game, pretty much. He got in his yeah. head, overthought, overthought. Now, if that was Morata, I'd have Alex here absolutely crucifying him in the comments. Like, <laughs> worst player ever. Why didn't he shoot it? Why didn't he pass it? So True. But since it's number seven, we're not going to say anything. It's funny how, you know, the more these guys join our live chats and the more yeah. us and they get to know us, yeah. we all start to kind of dial in on each other's players, who we like, who we don't like. And it's it's pretty funny. I, I love the banter. I like it. I like it. But nonetheless, nothing happens of this one. This scenario, though, that Vlaovic was in sooner and we were calling for the shot, this happened to Locatelli in the match. This mm-hmm. happened to Quadrado in the match. Mm-hmm. And it happened to a couple other guys were not necessarily shooting, but a cross that needs to be made or vice versa. I found one of my few frustrations with Juventus in this match was they were taking away opportunities from themselves when guys needed to put that cross in or have that shot and they didn't do it. And what ended up happening was we ended up recycling possession. And in a couple instances, we lost it and they came back at us with an opportunity. So mm-hmm. it's better to have a shot. It's better to put a cross in than walk away with absolutely nothing. We saw Quadrado with two own goals uh, forced in the pa- in this game and one in the last. It's better to do that than have absolutely nothing. Locatelli, in the scenario he got into, in my opinion, have a rip. Have the confidence to have a go. It's funny because you hear Locatelli in an interview talking about how, oh, we have discussed as a team that we need to start creating more. Well, even beyond creating, I mean, first, you can't be cheap with possession. That was still an issue with Juventus in this one, cheap turnovers. But if you're in the opportunity to shoot, there's your chance. There's a chance. Even if uh, Morata can get to a rebound, King can get to a rebound, like, have a go. So it's funny that you hear them talking about this, but they get there on the pitch and they still don't shoot. And that's been like an epidemic through the years here uh, of watching like Benton Koo or all these mids that are coming up. Shoot the damn ball. Locatelli, I expected a shot from him, to be honest. See, the, the art of the actual, some people call it the toe blast, toe punt, that little, Ronald Dino was awesome at it, right? It's just like Locatelli's chance when he's tried to, force it into uh, Vlaovic near the end of the game. That just need like a toe poke towards the goalie. Like like you just put it on net. I think you're, I think you're hundred percent right. We, I wouldn't say we're wasting chances, but sort of, well, you're like not just, even getting a chance you're because you're, chance. you're not yeah. shooting. Yeah. When you get into yeah, that, it spot, is a wasted right? chance. So, yeah. Yeah. But nonetheless, we move on here. You have a free kick earned by Sampadoria. My God, you couldn't have placed it any better with your hand after this ricochet off Morata's back. Patrick, and, baby. Uh, Morata when you're Patrick. on, you're on. Morata was on. He put one he off on his back in our own goal. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wild deflection. Chesney had taken a step over to where the ball was going to go. Mm-hmm. Hits Morata's back and bloops over. Never going to get to that. Never going to get to that. Now it's 2-1. Interesting stuff. But... You have Locatelli right here towards the end. Puts a money cross to the yeah. back post to Morata, who heads it in, goes off the keeper in the goal. 3-1, let's go. We move. Another three points, and uh, we're off to uh, see what's going to happen, if we can put some uh, pressure on the guys up top. We saw Milan get the job done against uh, Empoli there in a very, very uh, tight match. Now we'll see what the others do, but we continue our unbeaten run. Now... 
<clears throat> we can games. talk about uh, yeah everything and uh, just kind of dissect this one. There's a lot of different feelings on uh, what we saw in this one. Uh, for me, my quick summary is the building blocks and the foundation have finally been laid and I can see it. Yep. And for me, it's quite, quite clear. And I know that there's frustrations with uh, Quadrado and Danilo for some Juventini. But for me, that's the best right side we've seen. Yep. I go with that. Locatelli and Artur. I'm locked in on that as well in the middle. And there is a bit of a sacrifice in playing the way we did with Morata being that semicircle of support around using a different target guy, Keen. And next time it'll be Vlaovic, no doubt. But that's a sacrifice you need to make. And that position needs to play that way. Forget you, you almost got to sacrifice the left side. Because if you noticed in this one, a lot of the times Pellegrini would get the ball. He's got absolutely nobody to go with. And that's, I thought he had a good game. Yeah, he still, he still did fine. But like I said, we are predominantly right side. And the reason, one of those reasons is how we use Morata in this one. But I would much rather have that partnership play that way and sacrifice a little bit on the left side just mm -hmm. to continue moving forward. That's what I saw. That was my brief, brief summary. Let's get Lucci's and then Anthony's and then we'll get into player ratings on this one. Yeah, I, I thought this was one of our, our better matches this season. Although, you know, albeit Sampdoria, yeah. But Pellegrini played well. Artur played well. Again, Rabiot is fr a frustrating player. We all know that. But he wasn't he, one of his better games this year, too, I, I got to say, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. but um, Fortunately. Fortunately. It's, no, it's a good it's, thing. His, his, be his best game was still not good enough. So it's still unfortunate. Um Marata was good. Keen again. We said at the beginning that one of his probably his best game this season. And uh, yeah, we move Champions League. Let's go. There you go. There you go. And game notes. Uh, I would say that the first half was probably our best half of the calendar year of 2020. The way we played, I would say that was our best complete consistent half. Turnovers were down, or if we did have a turnover, it was in their end. Didn't really hurt us. Uh, again, let's just take all the grain of salt. Lucci, you're right. It is Sampdoria. Mm -hmm. uh, we had maybe the whole game, maybe 10 or 12 bad passes. But some of those, like the receiver went under his foot, like things you can just really avoid. I haven't seen Allegri that active in a first half yet this year. Yeah. He was up and he was all around that technical area that first that first half. It was pretty wild. Uh, Counterattacks, perfect. Uh, in the second half, you didn't highlight it, uh, Al, but... It was about the 57th minute that sequence. There was a sequence of passing, like short passes that we haven't seen in a while. And it ended up with Keane with that sort of outside break where we tried to chip the keeper and he came out, he slid out and saved it with his hand. He couldn't quite get it over. Mm -hmm. if yes. anyone, if anyone could go back and watch that, that was the crispest sequence of passing I've seen our team make in a while. Like it was kind of on the outside. It was, and it comes from the right side, which yeah. some Juventini had issues again on the right side. But it was it's 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 working with Danilo and Quad. Is it perfect? No, no. But and and here's my issue with that right side. The only issue I I think is because Quadrado is. You got to remember, he's been right back for us for how long now? Mm -hmm. Three seasons. Most most of the se well most of this season too, right? Well, no, a lot of last it. season he was right back. Yeah, like right wing back, whatever. The season before that, he was right back all season. He is used. He's so used to playing with the ball at his feet. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you could see it in sequences in this one. Danilo, Danilo was fantastic in this one. And he did a great job. And he was huge for us beating the press. Because we actually multiple times on multiple occasions played through Sampdoria's press. 
quite nicely. And we went yeah. from one corner all the way to the opposite flank, and then we're moving up the pitch. That's exactly how you want to do it. And Danilo was big for that. Mm-hmm. In the attacking phase, Danilo would always look. Um, he would look to Quad if he had that. But Quad and him remain so tight because I think Quad's still not 100% used to this whole uh, scenario. But when Danilo was making his passes forward to either Keane, sometimes Morata, sometimes he'd hit the midfielder and it would be Locatelli. Quadrado needs to get in behind that defense and attack that space to give those guys somebody to outlet to. And he only did it on a couple occasions and he wasn't rewarded, but he didn't do it at all for many, many occasions. And if we can get that sequence kind of dialed in, we can really put teams under and put them under a lot of duress. But again, I think you just have a player that's so used to playing with the ball at his feet. Um, Again, it'll take it'll grow in time or whatnot, but nobody can nobody can say, I'm confident in saying this, that that isn't our best right side setup. And it's two games, almost two or three games in a row where we've used essentially the same formation. So there's a bit of consistency happening, mm-hmm. which was nice. And let's let's not let's not kid ourselves. Sampdoria would never really threatened. It was I know Alex put in here, someone put in here that in the comments that we were stuck in second gear. We didn't need third gear. Yeah, this was relatively uh, comfortable, regardless Mm -hmm. of uh, a point in the match where it got to 2-1. There wasn't a whole lot of bite out of uh, Sampdoria, and uh, Guayarela looked pretty bad. I mean, Sensi was the only one that looked like he had a little bit of, uh, you know, a drive to him. Uh, Outside of that, uh, not a whole lot of threats. Uh, Pretty, pretty comfortable uh, win. And then you have the question coming up from uh, a lot of UNT. We'll get to this last one before we get Mm -hmm. into uh, player uh, ratings. Should he have subbed the young guys in? And again, uh, you know, this just will always uh, circulate with uh, UNT and whatnot is getting the young guys. Why couldn't they get minutes in this one? Well, it is still a one goal lead at that point because of that goal allowed. And I think it's safe to say at this point, the points are so crucial. Max just, I don't think he has the trust in them seeing one out. I'll just say it. I don't think he has the trust in the young guys. Is it right or is it wrong? At the end of the day, I don't really care if we get the win. To be Mm -hmm. honest, I'm at that point right now where these points are so crucial. Do what you got to do. Get out of there with a win. Could the young guys have gotten a minute in there? In this last one, it wouldn't have been many minutes anyways, to mm-hmm. be honest, because you wanted to see that one out. By the time uh, Morata adds the third, is there really a point there, you know? Lucci, what do you think? Yeah, I thought if, if they stayed up 2 nothing, or if it was, you know, a, a, a bigger score, I would have seen it happening. But at 2-1, you can't really take that chance. Although, like you said, Sam didn't really pressure us too much after they made it a one-goal a one goal game. So I was I expected it at that point. I know. Yeah, I mean, but the San, the Sanjo change, if you put a young guy in there, it's a problem. It could yeah. be a problem. Even though Sanjo, everybody has issues with Sanjo, but Sanjo is an, a player who's going to understand what his role is coming into a 2-1 game. He's not going to do anything. He's going to stick to his job on the left-hand side, hopefully. He, Max is obviously going to have more trust in him than, than putting a young player in there. I didn't have a problem with it. I'm with you, Al. Three points, buddy. Uh, but yeah, if- and I'm kind of... Uh, just to piggyback off what Ant is saying too, I think we have to r- remember it's. I mean, it's it's one thing to say when Sandro comes in and steps in as a midfielder, which he did mm. in this last one. Uh, but he he was fine. He was fine from when he came in and whatnot. There was no issues there. 
But a big thing people have to think about too is that uh, because of the recent injuries, the young guys got brought up and weren't actually there for quite a bit of time. Everybody's making shouts for Moretti. Moretti hasn't been there long enough to probably understand some of the uh, transitions uh, in that place. So maybe that's why the confidence isn't there for Max. And again, Sampadori didn't add that goal until like the 84th minute, if I'm correct. Uh, you know, if I can remember correctly. So why if they make that sub sooner maybe it's a little bit uh of more stress on those young guys if they're in 84. there and all of a sudden it's 2-1 right as opposed to if it goes 2-1 you got sandro in there i could kind of see it from max so i don't think it's a be all end all at the end of the day you have to get the three points so if mm -hmm. you feel confident in those guys hey it worked yesterday let's move on so let's not continue to uh, go with the young guys thing I think, honestly, in general, we're at the point now where I always see these young guys. It's great to get minutes like Gopa and earlier on in the season in certain matchups. If you're doing well, we've never we've been chasing the whole season. Yeah, and I think ever. that kills the minutes for these young guys. And it could be a different story if we were in a different position and spot. Um, I still I think say... You know, one young guy here and there is okay. But right now, we've got, what, nine games left? It's mm, going to be up to these eight? guys. We're, we've played 29 matches in Syria. It's going to be up to these guys. And unfortunately, the young guys just won't get them now. It's, yeah. it's crunch time, right? The one, the one thing I'll say about the young guys is and maybe what people don't understand. Under 23s, it's not like, oh, I'm going to go from under 23s to Serie A in terms of, oh, I can play in the Serie A. It's, it's, you can't even go – you can barely go from Serie B to Serie A as a player. Like the, the level change is so great that, oh, yeah, these young guys, this guy's lighting up under 23s. Who gives a shit? He, if a player isn't up to, like, up to snuff, like he could totally break down a whole system if he's not – like you know he, you have to be sharp. Like you look at some of these European players who come out of the MLS. We all know the MLS things. But you can see the sharpness – uh, right, Are you of like the different yeah. levels of leagues, like don't you just have assume... to. Everyone has to take into consideration that our U twenty threes do they don't play like our senior team does. That setup, that system, that that's setup, a big they don't play too. that way, right? Mm -hmm. That's so, huge, and that's that's a whole separate discussion too. Should yeah. your U twenty threes should should. You, should we all adopt that same style? Do you guys remember when Spain went on that crazy tear? For that uh, six-year period or whatever, or uh, eight-year period, whatever, when they were on fire like that, from youth to the their same. senior team to whatever, it was the same style embedded in all those guys. Like system. that's that's a whole different, uh, yep. uh, whole different scenario. But one thing to consider with these young guys, kind of to Ant's point, they don't play in the same setup uh, system and setup. That takes time too. So regardless. We got the job done, so it's hard to knock uh, Let's be happy. Max for anything. Be happy, Lucci. Come I'm, on, man. I'm, hey, man, I'm happy. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> now, let's get to some player ratings, okay? Uh -oh. um, we'll pull these up and uh, see where we're at here. There was a couple of shouts, and again, this is a great, great sign. When you can have multiple guys that you're looking at for man of the match, that's a good, good sign, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, people want to uh, downplay. This is the funny thing. Um, we get it, we get the job done. We look probably the best we have all season, and then it's well, it's Sampdoria, yeah. But you know what? Don't give me that because we've played 
weak sides and look like absolute dog shit too. Mm -hmm. So True. just take it. The it's 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 there. I've said for a, a couple of weeks now. I feel like Max is very very close to something that could be actually strong, but there's no doubt in my mind this team is more it's just more solid right now than it has been in a long time. Would you guys agree with that or disagree? Yeah, I I would agree. We're getting there, man. Like, let's yeah. just get a little bit of consistency. Even so, with the injuries, is forcing Max to play well, consistent players. The thing, how does what does Dybala do different to change this team when he comes back? Oh, oh hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm just asking. Player exactly. ratings. We'll don't worry. We'll get there. We'll just get asking. there. Easy. It's <laughs> a good Easy. question. <laughs> We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Rain them in. Rain them in. Whoa, big. Whoa, big. Whoa, Nelly. whoa, whoa, <laughs> Lucci coming out. It just. Holy shit, didn't even have that gun holstered. Just had it. <laughs> what about Dybala? Ready to unload. Okay, player rating. <laughs> Tech, seven. Solid match and two big stops, and one was on a PK in the talks for man of the match. Yep. Okay. Pellegrini, six. Um, gets under the other team's skin. Absolutely love, love it. how he plays that way. Yeah. Uh, Rugani, a six. Uh, Could have been 6.5. Continues yep. to look really, really good, especially next to Delict. Man, I'm happy for so, him. Uh, yeah, we're talking about partners bringing in here or whatnot. Is Rugani even an issue? Maybe we just, uh, you know, see. bring Gatti signed. Who knows? Who knows? Let's see how he plays in Champions League this week. Delict, 6.5. He's a unit. Could, could have been a 7. Danilo, 6.5. Solid right side with quad. And congrats on a hundred appearance uh, appearances for Juve. Mm -hmm. Quad six, uh, mixed bag, but overall still, yep. it all runs through him and Danilo and Loca mm -hmm. in this one. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, good showing. Artur, man, got him at uh, six and a half to seven, whatever. Finished with a seven, another strong showing from Artur. Man, he Probably was in seven. the talks for man of the match too. Mm -hmm. um, Again, I don't understand the continued uh, fear of many Juventini with this guy and what we have to sacrifice defensively. His work yeah, Joe Cappuccino. He was solid. He was solid. Lucci, Artur. I thought it was probably his best game. Yeah, honestly, I, again, Sam Doria, we're going to keep saying that, but definitely his. I, th I thought you know he retained possession well, made some good passes. Um yeah, definitely is the best game I can remember him playing as a as a Juve player. Yeah, he was he was uh, pulling the strings quite quite nicely. Locatelli, there was a typo on this one. It was supposed to be six point five. Um, we got some flack on that, rightfully so, because it shouldn't have been a six, but it went in as a six. I missed a point five. Okay, crucify me. It's all good. Listen, uh, some were raving about uh, Locatelli's performance in this one. I think it was good. But good. again, 6.5, I think, is where it tops because there was a lot of incident. It, we can't forget he was he lost the ball more than Artur with almost 20 with 20 less touches than Artur. So there was a lot of cheap turnovers that actually came from Locatelli. Um, but overall, his vision still continues to shine through and it shows why you need to build off that. And Artur and Locatelli need to remain in this midfield. There was, there was one, is Locatelli a left 
footer naturally? No, right he's foot? a right footer. And he yeah. tried to do a left footed switch. That's standing the one I was going to bring up. Yeah. And it was like, what do you do it? He tried to get it so, way over to quad. He didn't make it. I was like, Ooh, so Alex and Loka uh, six uh, for him wasn't stellar. So I think six is a little too low. And the reason was because we gave Rabio a six. Yeah. Six. Rabio should have probably, well, I don't, th- I think 5.5 <laughs> would have been harsh for Rabio. Uh, we went six for Rabio because again, I feel like this game is a lot of games in general for Rabio. Good mm-hmm. in one half. And all of a sudden becomes clumsy and lazy in another one, but he fades in and out of matches. He has these blackouts, as I call them, where sometimes I feel like he doesn't even remember that he's in a match or something. Like it's like, dude, he he just crumbles. So regardless, he gets a six. That's why Locatelli should have been 6.5. Keen, 6.5. Good show. And probably his best game this year. Yeah. 6.5, 6.5, uh, very, very yeah. active, did well uh, as a target. Yeah. Good uh, call, one of his Luchy. best showings, no doubt. Yeah. M- Morata, 7.5. He gets man of the match, uh, incredibly active, did fantastic in support of uh, Keane, had some uh, execution issues on uh, passing here and there, but again, a lot of guys did. At the end of the day, he bags the brace, and uh, yeah, he's our man of the match. Dechilio, not applicable. Sandro, Six came in late, played the middle, didn't hurt us. Uh, Vlaovic, five point five, came in, didn't look as sharp on a couple sequences, but uh, doesn't matter because we're going to be having eyes on him on Wednesday in the Champions League. So there's the ratings, guys. I had uh, Morata as my man of the match. Lucci, did you have anybody other than uh, Morata as your man of the match? Yeah, hard to argue that Danilo was solid too. Delit, you could either either any of them really, but. Morata deserves it. There you go. There you go. Ant, did you have uh, someone yeah, other I, than Morata as your man? I match? had to go. I had to go with the top three. Uh, I think we haven't given Delict enough love today. That guy was an absolute. Like you put in the in the prediction, mm-hmm. he was an absolute unit yesterday. Nothing went past him, over him, beside him, near him. Right? Hey, if it was within a six yard radius, it was his. Which is what you want your center back to be. And all these calls for like, oh, he's not quite a you know world class player yet. Like, can we just? Can we just change that now? Like he is, he's there. He's mm-hmm. got to be there. He's got to be in the discussion, anyways. Uh, number two for me was Tech, like the big man. Still, people are calling for Padin to start over him. Like, come, like, can we just? Padin's a great goalie, but come on, let's just okay. can we stop that. Tech was good, but those are saves you expect a good goalkeeper to make. Let's be serious. Well, the peak, you stop it. The first one low no, on the sense hard one. on Sensi. Yeah, yeah you would expect cor- that to near be post. Made. But he was he was owning his box yesterday. Like there was nothing. He like, dropped he was one. Up. That's not true. He dropped one. Well, he dropped uh, a couple, but also yeah. those players seemed to not uh, get out. They didn't allow him. Like Rugani headed one out. Haters. Delict headed You're one out Lucci. while he was coming out. <laughs> Don't shrug Someone, your shoulders at me. Anyways, gonna give you a slack or what? Yeah, I know it's, it's always got to be you, isn't it? But yeah, I'm gonna go with Morata for my uh, my man of the match. Morata, After all that, yeah. you went to the same answer. All right, that's thanks. right. That's right. Okay, so yeah, a <laughs> little bit of a run around just to end up at the same spot. So <laughs> that's right. Took a detour. We took a detour on that one. I'm glad you guys started to get into it on tech because uh, I'm gonna probably let you guys go on this one. Is he massively underappreciated by Juventini? Uh, tech? Oh yeah. Yeah, 
Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. I, I, he's just too inconsistent for me. I don't know. There's what? something with him that just makes. Ooh. Has he been inconsistent though well, since he started that rocky start? The, and last, we can't forget last season he wasn't great either. He's been good recently. Don't okay, get me hold wrong. on, hold on. Consistency. I'm talking like we can't go like one season and then to another season to say inconsistent. Like Fair. I mean, this season outside of the rocky start, has he not been consistent? Yeah, he has, but he's also made saves that you would expect a good goalkeeper at Juventus to make. Like he's he's not like he's he's saving anything within the six yard box or you know doing something spectacular. Yes, he's made some good saves, but again, you expect him to make those saves. People talk like, oh, let's let's just replace Tech. I did, I never said. So here's that. the thing: you have a yes, team you are. that does saying that he's just a good goalie. That, goals. He's he, a goalie that score like, many goals, and he has made some uh, point blank stops uh, that held results for us and held points for us so it's it's tough to it's it's tough to say that tough to say that i'm just saying i'm just saying when you call him a good goalie a good goalie can be replaced by a bag of balls okay but i'm right but the question was (laughs) do you feel he's underappreciated no i don't feel like he's underappreciated i think he's he's good he's a solid goalkeeper but sometimes he just he leaves me a little worried I just want to get back to this uh, here, right here, um, out completing two passes all game. Uh, Morata completed uh, 41 passes. Four, 41 uh, one passes of them being for key. And, uh, Alexander. Goals. 87%. Sorry, Alex. I know yeah. how you feel about Morata. Remember what I said earlier? It's funny when you get to know people and you get to know which players they're yeah. into, which ones are not. Alex, uh, leave Morata alone. Uh, one more alone. thing, Alex. One, one thing for alone. you. Uh, 12, ground, 12 ground duels, and hey. he won eight of them, by the way. So. so. It's on the Tech. stats. You, can, these, you get one of these smartphones. You He's can look booked it up with us until 2024, okay? He'll be 33 in 2024. Now, the funny thing is this whole Donnarumma thing and Juve keeping tabs on him. Man, we had the opportunity, and now what are you going to do? Go and buy him from PSG? Like, it's Can't. it's kind of done and dusted, unfortunately. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I'm sh- there's no doubt in my mind they're keeping tabs on it, but that ain't going to be pretty to try and make that move now. So, uh Regardless, I still find it extremely interesting that if Mattia Perin does, in fact, extend, wow. and you just you're 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 safe to even keep Tech uh, the whole way out on his contract. Would you send um, Tech the other way for for Donnarumma? A hundred percent. What's that? Would you send Tech the other way for Donnarumma? But if you're gonna have to add money in there. Never gonna, gonna happen. If they're willing to do happen. it, for sure. You said with money, over, you know how much money that would still take. There's quite a quite I a guess. gap there. I don't see is it happening, there, but for sure. But is there a money value like tech tech and sixty million? Well, tech this is my million? question to you guys. You know, being Danny that would we're do talking it. about a player that 100%. apparently is underappreciated <laughs> by Juventini. Do you wait for that contract to run out and you have Perin as your second? Gives yep. you a little bit of breathing room before you have to think about goalkeeper, or yep. do you look to move tech before it runs out? Like, what are you trying to do? Don't need it. We don't I'm, need I'm, to do it right now. He's 31 right now. He's going to be 33 yeah. by the time the contract runs out. I'm still really thrown off by Perrine wanting to stay or considering mm-hmm. resigning. It's but weird. The, it's a weird one. At the beginning yep. of the year, he said he was practically, he wanted to leave as soon as possible. Now he wants to stay. I, hey, I, I don't mind Perrine. Do I think he's as good or better than tech? Probably not, but it's always good to have a, a good second option, right? Maybe he found a nice flat in Torino there, but which was like hard to get, and he doesn't want to give up the lease. And he's you getting know? paid well. Like, why not? 
you find it, you find it. Like, ask Joe Cappuccino. He's looking for a place to live, I think. So, I need... Joe Cappuccino's gonna live in a shoebox soon. <laughs> we, can't, we can't even get Joe Cappuccino to not show up on the show without a bathrobe on. Uh, Mohammed, guys, sorry for being a bit late. Did I win my stickers? Oh, good question. Well, Mohammed, hmm. I tallied these up and he had to have won. You guys stink. He had to have won. He got uh, well, one on the pod yesterday. point. On. Wasn't us. He got one point, two points out of uh, everything. Two points out of everything on uh, your predictions, Mohammed. Unfortunately, Don't tell me you won. Unfortunately, that was Omar. not enough to win. Mm. But you know, it pays to be part of the uh, AJC community and. Uh, I'm uh, an amazing guy, a great guy. So I'm going to give you the stickers. Oh, okay. What a guy. What a guy. Let's go. Okay. Reach out, Let's go. Mohammed, and uh, we're going to give you that sticker set. Okay. You did nail uh, the final score. So congrats to that. And uh, really, we don't need to talk about uh, the winner because, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it wasn't Luca, it was, was it? Luca at the end. No. Oh, yeah. Now we're never yeah, I know. Now we're going to have to hear about that for another month until he can get his uh, sorry ass on a show again. Anyways. Congratulations, Mohammed. Reach out to us on Twitter or uh, just uh, the email, allubcast at gmail. We'll get it. Uh, Next time, buddy. Next time, my friend. Now. Of course. You want me on it. That's right. <laughs> Why? Mohammed, let's go. Where do I reach you? Twitter's the easiest, my friend. Twitter is the easiest, okay? So we talked about tech, and it's a weird, weird scenario there. The Parine one's throwing everybody for a loop, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, it makes sense. Uh because, yeah, you just didn't expect he wants more minutes. Now let's get to uh, – I was talking about building blocks, foundations are set. Locatelli and Artur. <clears throat> when – oh, yeah, Luca just in there like dirty shirt. Fuck. Okay. Locatelli and Artur. When Zakaria becomes fit, does that have to make up our three-man midfield? Do you guys have a fear that Allegri will – back away from the Locatelli and Arthur combination once Zakaria is fit. Go ahead, go ahead, Lucci. I, th- I think this week, this Champions League match will be a big um, notion in which way he chooses. If, if it's going to keep the, that duel together or he's going to take him out because once Zakaria comes back, it's what are you going to do with Rabiot? Someone's got to come out. So I think if they play well, I would, I would keep it. I would keep it going. I would assume Max feels the same. We need to win pr- practically every game. So, can know. we can we get a timetable when he's gonna be back? Like how many games? Zakaria was twenty days from when he uh, was injured there, and uh, I think he's like uh, it's been a couple weeks already. He's close to a couple so weeks. So. so we're looking at so there's uh, eight games left in the league, I believe. So he's gonna be available for probably six games, maybe. Six somewhere around there. Six Depend, league yeah, games. I guess it somewhere let's just call it six. Do you wanna upset the apple cart for six games? Right? Yeah. I, so you I don't see him I, as a I, bench player. I see him as a as a bench player for at least, you know, two or three of those games. And then yep. uh, and then and then what are you gonna do? Like if if we lock up fourth with three games to go. Then all hell's gonna break loose with the lineup. I think Allegri is gonna try yeah. everything, but I, I don't think I don't think you're gonna see Rabio come off the field for the foreseeable future, which is ridiculous because he's, he's available. He's a healthy body. He gives yeah. you he gives you ninety minutes week in and week out. 
but he runs like this and he gives PKs like it's you know, okay. Nothing. Listen, that could ah, happen to anybody. Pretty unfortunate. But, but I'm just saying, what what hate him, hate him or like him or whatever. Rabio hey, is healthy. Yes, he's you healthy. Hundred percent correct. He's yeah. gone in and the for summer. me. It's got to be Arthur, Loka, and Zach. Uh, once that's, Zach uh, gets what back, I, like I, I just I see that as uh, the main. But again, it's not going to be the be all end all. But the biggest thing is, I don't think you can go away from Locatelli and Arthur. Do we not all anymore. agree on that one? Mm-hmm. Not you, you just can't, from what we've seen. I mean, Locatelli's vision, and when he gets forward. He also did a lot of good runs on the right side when Quad, we talked about it, wasn't attacking that space. Who was it that started doing that? It was Locatelli. Yeah. And he, mm-hmm. he, made, he had one sequence where he poked the ball past his uh, defender and actually just ran beyond him. And again, and product we talked about and cross would not, it's, it's a little tough. He slipped that one through that Anthony talked about. We didn't have it on the highlight reel. Keen just didn't chip it over the keeper enough. That was another Locatelli through ball. And so, the PK, wasn't that because of him? The PK was Locatelli over the top to yeah. Keen, and then Keen settled it and had to battle uh, uh, two defenders. And then, yeah. He could have had three assists oh, jumped yesterday. Up. But, yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. it's uh, Sounds like me. It, it, that, that pairing has to, absolutely has to stay together. Quick reminder to everybody, like the video while you're here. Okay, if you're new, subscribe to the channel. Now, Peacock. Peacock. we got to get into Artur. Artur's been so good for quite a bit of time now consistently okay luca yeah i know i know he's you you think i'm bad with with morata you guys should hear luca artur should he be sold do we need to look at replacing him based on what he's been doing well this is where i i get a little confused or not confused but i think about this it happens because it yeah a lot um, <laughs> if you bring in the likes of, we see Georgie, the Jorginho name getting dropped all the time, Graven Birch, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. You bring in these guys, and even Pogba for that matter, Artur is going to be on the bench. He's not going to be starting every at all, mm-hmm. really. So you're going to pay some, like, you're going to pay someone that much just to be a, a a depth player. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like you can, if you can upgrade your midfield, which we need to do, he's he's expendable. Is is he not? Like you can't afford to pay someone that Here's much. Here's the thing, to, though: to he's going to be a tough sell. He's going to be a tough move based on those True. numbers. So, do you even go that route if he's number one? Going to be hard to move. And number two, he's not an issue right now. Like he's playing very, very well. But okay, for, uh, go ahead, Luchi. Sorry, for one or two guys to come in, one or two got to go. Is that not a given? So, who else are you going to move? It's not going to be Locatelli. My my thing with Arthur is, to, and I fully agree with with uh, young Lucci here. Who would be? That's gonna get so cool. who? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Sorry, um, who would be um, Arthur's backup or is is does Rovella play that spot? Help me out. Well, here's the thing, right? Rovella can be yeah that rotation yeah. to one of those players. So but Rovella's coming thing, back. Guys. Hang on, hang on. You're, Rovella's you're coming about back. Bringing in two players, Luch. Yes. Talking about bringing in two, my whole question is we need a driving midfielder more Mm -hmm. than anything. Mm -hmm. So, why even start to go like if you need a left back, you need we need a left back. Mm -hmm. We potentially need another striker. You need a driving midfielder. Now, all of a sudden, we have to look for a replacement for our door when he's playing good on top of these other spots. 
Well, I just say this because if they're really constru- apparently strongly considering Jorginho, he's going to take over our tour spot, right? You're not going to 100% play he will, but right. do do you just rather than doing that bolster other spots that you need? We need wingers too. Everybody needs to remember we I need wingers. Not. But Um yes, I you definitely need other other areas, no doubt. Even maybe even a center back, who knows? But Exactly. So now all of a sudden that's what I'm saying. If you're throwing in all this, okay, center back because Kellini might be done after this year. Yeah. We're probably. all expecting that, right? Mm-hmm. Um Kellini might be done. We still have to wait to see how these some of these contract renewals go as well, right? Because all of a sudden, if these guys aren't there, you have to find players for these other potential players as well. Quadrado's probably going to get done. Bernardeschi's probably going to be moving out. Mm-hmm. Again, more players that you need to bring in. We need wingers, need a center back, need a left back, need a driving midfielder. If Artur is not a problem, do you even look for a solution? No, but you're right. But it depends who they're, who the easiest player to, is to bring in, Is does it not? Okay, it, we, we're unbeaten in 15 games. I'm just going to say this for a second. Has left back been a problem in 15 games? When Sandro's out there, you know, but he, ha- but he hasn't been there. Like, like, Pelle, like it, it hasn't been a bright spot for errors, the left back in 15 games. There's been some small issues, but, you know, Pellegrini's been playing well when DeShila, when Lord DeShila is out there. Like, is it that much of a problem? Like, do we need? Does that need to be like? Here's A1 the thing: one guy's leaving, though. Sandro's going to be done, so yes. you Sandro's have to have be, somebody yeah. to come okay. in for that. He just locked himself where he is now. Dechilio okay. can offer some cover to both sides. Both sides. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've laid the foundation right now. Yeah. I truly believe it. Quadrado ahead of Danilo. You know, Dechilio can offer you coverage on both sides, but then you have just Pellegrini. Mm-hmm. You know, with Tashilio offering some coverage there, I still say you need a left back. Yes, I agree. So do you do you bring in a midfielder? Okay, let's get back to the midfielders. Do you bring in a midfielder before you release Arthur? It's going to be tricky. Like, could have been sure. no, I'm Banner. saying can... find a driving midfielder and don't worry about an issue like that isn't so there currently. It, like, it's then, if you, here's the thing: if you have these other positions, you bring in. I I agree that there are options there that are upgrades on our tour. Mm-hmm. I agree with yep. you hundred percent on that Lucci. But the thing is, if you bring in that upgrade, you have our tour that you're probably only going to be able to manage a loan on. So at some point he's probably going to come back. And then on top of that, you've just taken money that you could apply like to a winger. one of those other spots yep. when it's not an issue. Like what more does our tour need to really do? Like, He's proving that he can fill that role. He can be that player. And we just need to have somebody that can actually do something offensively next to him, which we haven't had for a long time. Locatelli can help. If mm-hmm. you get another driving midfielder, now you have a different, a whole different setup. Well, I think if it's either one of, if Pogwood, whatever, decides to come back, I don't, I'm not sure about that. Boro Gravenberch, mm-hmm. then you leave Artur. You move out. I guess it would be Rabio, the odd man out, would it not? I think he's out, anyways. So, I think Rabio's going to be your, he's going to be the main that goes yeah, out. Artur is second go. to Rabio on the uh, outgoing. But if Rovella comes to and either one of Gravenberch or Pogba, who else you're going to leave the whole midfield? You're going to have seven midfielders? You got to you got you got to anticipate uh, when you play three. That's not, not a bad thing. Seven, but how much then three. worth having Rovella because he's hardly going to play. 
See, I don't think that's a, that's the case, though. No, you think I don't think play? that's the case. I think he'd still play a healthy amount. Uh, Remember, we got Kiesa. We got. I, I'm with I'm with Al on this one. That the one thing that really stands out to me is what the hell is going to happen with Bernadeski? Mm -hmm. Like that that's going to be a replacement because okay, you got Kiesa coming back, but let's not just assume he's going to come back and light it up. It's gonna he's going to have a gonna take time. He, he's going to take time to ramp up. But that Bernadeski deal, if that doesn't get done, I think they're going to try and replace that before they go for left back. Ooh. So you mm. say Art Sandro stays? Well, no, but I, I think they're, they're going to focus more on getting that winger to Al's point before Rasta they Dory. start work. There it is. Done. Mm. All right. For 40 million? It, it's just an oh, interesting yeah. scenario. This like oh, yeah. it's tough. Look at us trying to break this thing down. It's interesting. But our tour. One, two, three, four. Credit to our <laughs> tour because we're actually having this discussion. So that's a massive uh feather in his hat on based on how he's been playing. Thomas with some fighting words here. Oh listen. Geez. He I wants to see, hey, he wants to go with the Ravella Hive. Go right Thomas, ahead, Thomas. I Good just luck. I gotta see it in Syria, man. Got to yeah. see it in Syria. That's just how I remain. Um, about I, just, I gotta see it. Gotta see oh. it now. Is with him too. Danilo Wheels. and Quad on the right side of lock for me. What happens in your opinions once DiBala comes back? What happens? Easy. Where does he fit in when DiBala comes back? No comment, Danny. <laughs> Uh, see, this is my concern. I, yep. You're gonna mess. You're gonna mess up everything you have going on right now to fit DiBala. Is it worth it? Is he gonna prove that he deserves his 10 million and actually play, or is he just gonna seven plus bonus, whatever, screw around and do whatever? Leave him on the bench. It's it's hard to argue with Danny on that one. It's hard. DiBala's our best player, but where yeah. where does he? Where does if he you're fit? gonna do it? My my two cents is if you're gonna do it, um, it's a changeup only to one of the two forwards. Um, yes, Quadrado's locked himself on the right side with Danilo. That's a go-to, so it really only leaves two spots for DiBala, and that's one of the tops. You have to have a target man based on how we want to play. DiBala, if he can play how Morata did, then he takes Morata's spot. But, uh, but is that gonna be? Morata as of late. Here's the biggest question. Can Morata keep up the way he played uh yesterday? Because if he can play in that manner in supporting fashion, can Dybala also play in that manner in the supporting fashion? I don't really know because here you have a classic scenario of what we were talking about, some of the frustrations with Quadrado. He's a player that has to have ball to feet. Dybala is a ball at the feet player. Can he do that role as good as Morata did? Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But listen, you, you know right me. now it's yep. it's tough. It's tough. I think that's the only spot he could fit in, and I don't want to get into switching setups yeah. to fit him in right now because yeah. it's rolling. It's rolling along nicely. You can't you can't deny that Morata's been a different player since Vlaovic has showed up. You mm -hmm. can't you can't deny it. And we all expected it. We all knew that he Morata is not a number one guy. He's a number mm -hmm. two guy. He he does all sort of like he likes to do like the grunt work. He's not a target man. 
he just he cleans up messes and that's that's yeah. what he is he's but he he is lead, he is our leading Serie A goal scorer right now so Suarez throwing out uh different <laughs> formations and whatnot I stand behind kind of what I said I don't want to get into changing the yeah, setup from now. something that has no. made us look even more solid and look better than we have in quite some time I don't want to get into that just to fit him in he can either play the supporting role like Morata did and if he can't do it then for the bet for the better of the team it, it's tough and this is a yeah. tough tough discussion because you're talking about like and said one of our best players again i don't know i don't know if i switch it up we've only got nine remaining yeah. Serie A matches See, but again he is one of our best you have to look to get him in for me i drop morata give him a go with vlaovic and hopefully i don't know if i here's the next question i guess Bonucci, Chiellini, Dybala potentially fit for Villarreal. Do you play any of them? I play Chiellini. Really? Mm-hmm. None of them. I don't think you play any of them. I don't. You don't. Only just, big. Only. Okay, go ahead, Dan. I was just gonna say, like, as much as Rugani's Rugani's been very good lately. Rugani. I just, sorry. I know <laughs> that was bad. Um, you just you feel more comfortable when Kalini's there. He's it's just a different different backline, different player, captain, leader, so on, so forth. Hundred percent agree. It's hard 100% to agree. say not to play Kalini, but, but coming off the injury, yes, I don't know. That's the only concern. That's the only. That's the only reason. I know. He just back, just back. Throw him in there on that. I I know it's it's tough to go against Kalini. I mean. Because the, the thing heart's with is telling you just do it. Yeah. The thing with Kalini is how many games has he come back from injury and then he gets pulled off in the 15th minute? True. It's happened. It's happened yeah. quite a bit. So, and I hear these these concerns about there's no way keeping the ball on the bench. He scores and creates more, and he should play behind Morata and Vlaovic. But then you're making a sacrifice on quad to get him in there that helps us tremendously. Because then you're breaking up that right side. And honestly, it's a big deal as to how we played through and out of the press. So, a couple things. You said for Dybala to cover Morata on the left side. First of all, we know Dybala prefers to play as a supporting forward off the target guy like Morata did. But you can't play quad and Dybala both off the right side. Exactly. Well, that's that's one problem. Second problem, if you change formations... Someone's got to come out. It'll most likely be quad if you tra- if you change to a three man midfield. That creates another problem. So yeah. it just seems like you're creating too many problems to fit DiBala when you're you know you got things somewhat yeah. moving, you know smoothly. It's, it's tough. It's it's tough. It's it's not. I see both sides. I clearly see both sides. I clearly see how it could be deemed crazy to think you're going to bench DiBala, right? But I guess we'll see because if all of a sudden they try to fit him in there, I've been saying for a while. And I know props to Alex who said it uh, quite early on in the Trident's formation that it was offset and it needs a winger. Mm-hmm. And we don't have, even when you play those three guys up top there, there's nobody that's going to take guys 1v1. Yeah, There's no threat of that. And number two, you're losing a lot of pace from Cuadrado to Dybala. And those runs, like, it's it's different. It all changes. Well, you'll see once Dybala comes back how drastically it'll change if Max goes with the Trident. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. But I wanted to get to that question. What happens when these players uh, become healthy and come back? 
do you quickly go to them to Villarreal? Now, going against Villarreal this Wednesday, how do you guys feel heading into this one right before we get to a quick Storm the Barn session? How do you guys feel going into this uh, Champions League uh, deciding second leg against Villarreal on Wednesday? Well, I'll go. So I'm I'm most likely going to be on that pregame this week because I got nothing else to do. I how do I how do I put this? I do care. I really, I really do care. I don't think this is we have a championship winning team. I think we have a Champions League team that's going to make it to the semifinal and give up a penalty shot in the second leg, second half in overtime and lose. But oh my god, that's been my prediction all year. You know, check the tape. I. I, I want to win, but and I know the the whole guts are going to be turning on Wednesday, anyways. But I'm really more focused on Sidia. If that's a you know, I'm kind of more focused hard, on let's just hard to let's disagree. just get Sidia kind of wrapped up, and then you know, Champions League. Let's, the deeper we go, the more money we get. Great, but I don't yeah. know. But I'll probably have a different tune on Wednesday. I uh, I feel I, okay. I guess I agree. I I. I I think we can pull out a win. It's it's via Real. Come on, like, they come stink. On. Let's, I think we'll win like one nothing. Here. What I was, was the first like one one? Zero, zero. Was it one one? Yes. I think I think we'll pull out a one nothing win. I don't think it's uh, talk I, to me on Wednesday. I agree, but I think <laughs> next round is that we're. It's different when the trophy's in the background. It's a lot different. Al's not impressed with us right now. Okay. For those right. who don't know, we changed our clocks last night, so everyone's a little discombobulated. Okay, okay. here we go. Here we go. We're going to win on Wednesday. Probably. Okay? We're going to move on against Villarreal. Syria, I'm not worried about Syria. I'm just waiting for those chumps ahead of us to start dropping some more points because it's going to happen, okay? We are going through once we meet Villarreal on Wednesday. Is it going to be easy? Absolutely not. Expecting a big win? I'm not expecting a big win, but I'm expecting Juve in a classic Juve fashion to just do enough to get the job done yeah. and move on. And then from there in Champions League, we'll see what happens. But uh, no, 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 no none, of, none of this uh, forget about it, whatnot. We're I didn't gonna, say forget about it. I just said I'm not really worried we're about it right We're starting to catch steam. We're doing it at the right time as well. Yeah. Obviously, we set ourselves up to be chasing in Syria. Otherwise, uh, man, I think... Uh, it's frustrating sometimes to think about too that, uh, but I said it when it happened with the, all these injuries. Sometimes everything happens for a reason. Okay, I'm I, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, and you get Locatelli and Arthur out of all these injuries, and if that's what it took for Max to realize you had to go that route, I don't know, man. I don't know if exploding. I don't know if exploding tendon happens for a reason, but you know, okay. Was Kyle George going to play in the <laughs> midfield? Ooh. I'm just saying. What a, I'm just what saying. A, come on, man. I'm okay. just saying. Not everything happens for a reason. It's like a sure it does. Sure it does. The midfielders had to go down in order for the greater good, and well, that's Max realizing you should have been playing these two together for much enough. longer. I Look, think Villarreal, Juve's gonna go through. Okay, I'll call it right yes. now. I'll tell you, Juve's going through. So Syria, right, one of the semifinals. Syria. I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm starting to get very, very comfortable. I think Juve's okay. We've got Salernitana up next. I was just going to okay? say that. Then you've got the big one against Inter, which could flip a lot. That could change a lot. And honestly, you're making these faces, Lucci, but Inter doesn't scare me, man. They don't. Not right now, they don't. You are correct. They don't really instill fear. See, like it's I picked 5-0. Not... Oh. I picked 5-0. Oh. I picked 5-0. Oh. We'd go 5-0 oh in March. 
Oh, okay. Al, Al, you picked four and zero oh and one. But you were wrong because we tied. Yeah, I think I went four wins, one draw. I said yeah. we wouldn't lose in March. We're three and zero oh right now, Lucci. Oh, Villarreal wasn't in March. Sorry, you're right. Um, it's not that Inter scare me. It's more just I, we we scare me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. True. <laughs> kind of like but us. again, yeah. if we world. if we are starting to find like yesterday was the first time in a long time I can honestly say you could see yes the yes. progress yeah mm-hmm. for sure if we're on that route and again when you're still watching these games and a lot of what other teams are doing and this is the stats that like i rack my brain trying to figure this out second in top five leagues for shots allowed okay you look at yesterday's game all these attempts that they're counting none of them were threatening Mm-hmm. There was very little that actually threatened a sensey shot from the left. You know, they end up scoring on a free kick off our back. So at the end of the day, a lot of these things, turnovers, like we are our own worst enemy. Okay. So I'm kind of with you in that sense that, you know, we scare you, you know, when you're talking about that, but ultimately if we are also growing and finally getting stronger, I see Inter in a different boat. I see them like worried about scoring goals from match to match and starting to have doubts in themselves. And it's crunch time. We're on the upwards trend, and they're not. Yeah, because so, they're like, worried I about feel, they're worried about Milan right now. True, they got I a feel big problem pretty good, Milan. and they're chasing. See, all these three teams ahead of us are also battling themselves, and we're just kind of quietly there and just mm-hmm. keep getting the job done. So, Syria, I feel pretty good that we're gonna we'll definitely be in the top four. We have the potential to make it extremely interesting, and I think it will be extremely interesting because none of those and Inter's schedule are the most favorable, and they don't have any Champions League. Neither do the other two teams ahead of us. So, regardless, though, that like might a be one, beneficial, we've got man. one match midweek on Wednesday. If we go through, okay, you add another two knockout leagues. Regardless, regardless, we're both. These are both home games, right? Because we we're home next weekend as well. Yes. So yeah. home against home midweek home against uh, Salernitana. So no problem. We're we're okay. We're shaping up okay. I I like our odds. But on Wednesday, I'll say right now we win. We're gonna do a couple quick ones on Storm the Barn. So you guys, if yep. you have questions, throw them in there. I want to see if our panel, if Ant's got any questions for us, Lucci, if you got anything. So it's the time change, man. Time change. Time change is throwing me off. Lucci, you were. <laughs> I was just going to say, with with Inter in mind and Villarreal, what, hap- what happens with Dybala? Does he, does he start any of those games if he's available? Yeah, he'll be playing. He's going to be will playing. will he start? Probably not. I, I ha- he I, does, he doesn't start the next argue. two games. Yeah. I can't. I do you really you, you me- missing with the you know messing with the chemistry and what you got going on, which is working well. Like, do you? You break that to fit Dybala? Does that Salernitana stinks? They well, are we, like they're on the abacus of stink. that earlier. It's a tough, it's a tough discuss. It's a tough discussion. I, I don't really know. I mean, if I'm looking at Max, Max has proven that he's uh, very, very stubborn in his ways. I don't mm-hmm. know if he goes away from what's working. Uh, not right away, anyways. So, I, I told you, I, I don't know if anybody slots in on Wednesday out of the guys returning. Probably one of the center backs, if anybody. Delic's mm-hmm. going to be a lock. Um, and then you have your choice between Benucci and Chiellini. And I think Allegri probably would do that. 
Um, well, the, you got to take into account too that I think we... Dybala would probably play Salernitana would start Salernitana, and Max would probably gauge how this how everything changes, and then go from there because you have that Salernitana game before Inter. True. Yeah, but you also have the international break in between. So, oh. right, you got you got the the World Cup playoffs between yes. Salernitana and Inter. So who who knows what's going to happen to the lineup after that? You just pray that everybody comes back healthy. And, and Dybala is going to most likely have to go. I got to double check. But he most likely has to go to South America. So is he going to be back in time for Inter? Damn, that's bad And all those guys that go to South America always come back, come back with late. intestinal issues. So he's going to be out for 10 days, like dehydrated. And uh, yeah, that always yeah. happens. I don't know why, but always. Mark my words, some South Americans will have some type of stomach bug when they come back. <laughs> So, Storm the Barn, who has been your best or favorite UV player thus far this season? Impressed you the most to each of you guys, okay? Um, who's been your best favorite UV player? <sighs> I got look a couple. Locatelli came out of the came out of the gates when he was he had okay. So first it was Bernadeschi. He had a great early start of the season. Then he had those unfortunate injuries. Then it was Locatelli. But the most consistent for me would be uh, Delict. Yeah. Delict's been. Uh, he's he's also not asking your consistent player, but okay, who has been works. your best or favorite Juve player best, thus far this season? Best player has been Delict. You the most. So Delict. who's your, in your opinion, the best Juve player this season and impressed you the most? It's, it's got to be Locatelli for me. He's helped that midfield so much. Yeah, I'm uh, between uh, Loca and uh, Delict. Um, yeah, I mean. Uh, Danilo? It's it's hard to go against those guys. Delix, like it's crazy. It's See, crazy at his age, uh, just how far ahead of his years he actually is. When you watch him play, it's yeah. it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And Locatelli, Locatelli, uh, I think now we're starting to see like I know that there you've got a couple guys in our AJC team that swear by him being a regista, and I'm just. I think there's so much more to him as a as a player, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I I say it. He blew me away at the Euros in terms of me opening up my mind to him and how he can play because he yeah. can play anywhere across the middle of the park. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how good Locatelli is. He could play in any of those positions across the park. So those two guys kind of has to be, uh, in my in my opinion, between Look those at, two. What did Lucci say at the beginning here? He could have had three assists yesterday. Yeah, he do, he doesn't do that if he's stapled to Delict's hip. True, exactly. But the thing is, he can play back there when you need if him to. Needed. Yeah. So right. he yeah. still does his role there. It's just when people expect to get the vision and the creativity of yesterday's match when he's playing there, it ain't gonna happen. It's, just, it's just not like that. Alex, you don't make sense to me because first you're <laughs> like, oh, Artur, Artur, and now you want Loka to play Regista. Were well, you gonna play them both as Regista? I'm not a Alex I'm has the time sold, change too. Like he's I said, he place. can play there, but he's he could play anywhere across. But the if pitch, you're uh, if you want our tour to play, because you need them together. We got a question from Eric. Uh, we kind of got point, to Dan. this earlier, uh, but Eric's asking, do you go four three three four two three one with Bernabac now instead of Rabio? I honestly don't. I don't want to see another formation change or yeah. another switch up. Not right I think now. you take the guys you have and you try to make it work um, accordingly. Bernardeschi, where does he slot in? I have no problems even in our current setup slotting Bernardeschi out of the midfield. I actually don't have an issue with that. 
Um, I don't have an issue with him being the guy that plays on the right side because he can still do that in Quadrado's position when the time's given. Like he's pretty, he's pretty flexible. He's pretty versatile. I wouldn't have a problem with Bernardeschi playing off of a target guy mm-hmm. like Morata did yesterday. He's versatile, so I think you can make it work in many ways. I don't want to see a system or setup change at this point because I think we need to go with what we saw yesterday. That's my two cents. You guys can talk about the rest. I think if we discussed this maybe two or three weeks ago, I would have said probably yes. I would have agreed, but yeah, I don't. I just don't think at this time of the season you really don't want to start messing with things when things are starting to trend in the right direction. Yeah. And we've been we've been messing with things all season, right? We we we've, yeah. we've been calling for this. Let's get a little bit of consistency going. So I think that's what. And again, you know, to Al's point, which sounds awful, but the in terms of like the injuries kind of forced us into this sort of formation, which has been consistent. Like it's mm-hmm. it's terrible that it came to that, but it is what it is, and it's the most solid we've looked. Yep. Like in and it's. The closest we've had to balance in both phases of the game, right? And I know that people look at the stats and the numbers yesterday, and it's six, uh, only six attempts for Juventus to 14 or 15, whatever, for Sampdoria. But the thing is, is we took a lot of our own opportunities away by not shooting when we needed to and not making those cross. So those numbers could have been a lot different. And if you watch that game, this is why I don't don't dwell on the stats because they can be so misleading. And yesterday mm-hmm. was one of those. It was you comfortable. Win. Look at those numbers. Ant and I talked about it in uh, the wrap up to the match day or the watch along yesterday. You'd look at that and say, "Oh man, what a flattering score for Juve, whatnot." But truthfully, could have been could have been higher for Juve, regardless mm-hmm. of those numbers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I'm with you guys. Don't change anything right yeah. now. It's working. It's looking yep. good. Take it easy. So Swarit had a comment there. Debal and Berna could be game changing. Exactly. Like yep. I mean, that's yeah. That's don't don't empty the clip if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go with that. So we wrapped up Sampdoria. Uh, we know Juve now uh, has seven points uh, behind uh, Milan. Okay. Um, we have, uh, we're right there with, uh, Napoli, of course, have matches to play and, uh, Inter one. has match to play. So, uh, Inter will face Torino. Do not expect any, I, I, if there's one thing I could tell any of our listeners, to do, do not watch that game and expect anything from Torino. They only okay? play well against you, us. You're mm-hmm. putting yourself through absolute misery. Okay? Yeah. Read a book, read don't, a book don't or, do uh, don't call do a friend. on a hike. Napoli and Verona. <laughs> Napoli and Verona sl- is slated to drink, start in about drink your two water. minutes is going to be an interesting one. Okay? That's going to be an interesting one. Napoli and Verona. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Juve, 56 points after 29 matches. Okay? Napoli sits at 57, and they're about to start against Verona. You've yep. got Inter with 58. They have a game in hand. And then, of course, we know Milan at 63 points. There's still nine matches to go for us. I still stand behind us making things interesting. Don't forget, everybody, Milan's last five games of the season are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, they're okay? tough. So if you're looking at them right now and you're thinking, man, they could start to they could start to pull away or not, remember, they have Lazio, Fiorentina, Verona, Atalanta, Sassuolo to finish the season. That's, that's rough. Inter, that Inter is has a an easy rough, one. rough 
finish. Okay. So, so does Napoli. Keep the hope alive, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Okay. And uh, make sure you check out stripedartsapparel.com. They've got a ton of cool uh, new designs. Mad Max. Mad Max has taken off. Everybody was loving that. We have the Trezegol and uh, GG Legend Tees. And there are new legends coming out apparently uh, later this week. Ant, I don't know how Ant got his own They Stink tee, but it's hilarious. Obviously. The stickers are gold. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's good stuff. We appreciate all the support. Okay. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. I'll be back with some news videos for you on Monday and Tuesday as we get it ready for the Champions League match. And then we'll be live for match day live. Watch along. Tough for those midweek ones. Don't think we're going to make it happen. But listen, post-match podcast on Thursday. Watch along on the next time. Okay. Next match. I'll make sure we do a watch along. Ciao tutti. As always, Fino alla fina. Forza Juventus, another three points. Okay, don't ask how. Been saying that. Hashtag don't ask how. We just keep rolling, okay? You're either part of the steamroller or part of the pavement. Right now, we're the steamroller and we're coming. Watch these clowns ahead of us drop some more points. Villarreal, we're coming for you. Knock, knock. We're coming for you. You're next. You're next, Villarreal. Ciao.